Hello, listeners. This is PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon, and this is PSG Small Talk for Saturday, February 10th, 2018. There are no more obstacles in the way of PSG and Real Madrid. In T-minus three days, the game will happen. The game we've been talking about for two straight months, non-stop, incessantly, over and over again. Finally, the talking will stop, and the game will be played, and I'm going to say the tie will probably be decided. Either PSG will leave this game with a huge advantage going into their own home stadium with a load of momentum, or Real Madrid reestablish their dominance and PSG go back to France licking their wounds and reassessing the next month or so before the return leg to see if they can salvage anything out of it. A lot's riding on this game. And about two weeks ago, I told you guys that this five-game stretch was going to be one of the most important in the history of the club. And part of the reason for that was because they needed to stay injury-free. They needed to have their players relatively healthy, all of their players healthy, so that Unai Emery has a number of options that he can bring off the bench or start In this game, you don't want to be overly predictable. So, pretty much every player, except for Thiago Mata, which we just learned about two or three hours ago, is going to probably be fit for this game. Now, the loss of Thiago Mata was not unexpected. He has had a tough time coming back from his calf issues and his right leg issues. And it was not very reasonable to think that Tiago Mata was going to be able to play 70 minutes against Real Madrid in a Champions League fixture in the shape that he's currently in. So he got some time against show on Wednesday, but he is clearly not ready. And the decision will be between Lasana Diara and Giovanni Lachelso. Now, I think there's pluses and minuses to both of these choices. Lasana Diara, obviously more experienced. He's played at the Bernabeu. He's a reliably solid player. He keeps possession well. And the moment won't be too big for him. We can't say the same about Giovanni Lachelso. The moment may be too big for him, especially starting the game. Now, To counter that, you can say that Lasana Diara has been in the United Emirates for the last six months. He hasn't played a high-pressure, fast-paced game. Lachelso has. And Lachelso is a faster player. And if this game becomes wide open, and if this game becomes a game of counters, you may rather have a guy who can chase down midfielders and attack players like Lachelso has shown that he can do. So, there's some choices to be made. I'm not going to fault Emery either way he goes. 
I think you're in a situation where you get benefit from either one and there are risks to either one. So that's one uh, position of note to take a look at and to see who ends up getting the start. The other will be the left-back position. Levin Kozawa was held off for, I believe, not exactly sure what type of injury it was. I can look it up, but it doesn't really matter. Kozawa was not in the uh, team for the game against Toulouse today. It was Yuri Brashish who played against Toulouse, and he looked pretty good, all things considered. And the question will be, is it Kurzawa or Yuri? And at this point, I, in the back of my mind, kind of, while I'm hoping that it's Yuri, while I hope Unai Emery sees what I think I and a lot of other people have been seeing for the last three, four months, I think he's going to stick with Kurzawa. I think he wants to see Kurzawa's um, upside come to the table, give them a little bit more of an attacking presence on that wing, and hopefully be a fast enough player to contain some of the Real Madrid attack off that side. I don't agree with it. I think there's gonna they're going to spend a lot of time in their own end, especially early in the game. I think they need a guy there that's going to be able to stay in front of people, who's a good, consistent defender, who has good technique, and who's not going to make boneheaded, stupid decisions. I've made my point clear. There's no need to uh, beat the dead horse any more dead than it already is. I would like to see Yuri. I think it ends up being Kurzawa. Now, the other position that may be less of a controversy is the right-back position. I think there's people that think that Toma Munye should be the starter, and people that think that Danny Alves is not necessarily um, in his best form. And I'd agree that Danny Alves isn't necessarily in his best form. But, he's still Danny Alves. He's still an intelligent, hyper-skilled football player who has been in the biggest games you can possibly play in. He's been in World Cups. He's been in Champions League Finals. This is the type of player that PSG need on the field in these types of games. And yes, I think Thomas Meunier can be really effective coming on for 20 minutes at the end of the game if they want to do that little switch that they did where Alves goes up front and Meunier plays right back to cover and makes some runs now and again. But people forget that Thomas Meunier was really bad against uh, Barcelona in that second leg. Now, there were no heroes in that game, but Meunier was really not very good, and part of the reason was because he was trying to defend Neymar. But still, in a game this high-pressured, Meunier has not proven that he can do it. He just hasn't. He hasn't had many good games against good teams. So, who do you take in this situation? You take the guy that's been there, and I think you do it ten times out of ten. And I'll go into the other possible controversy, as we seem to have four positions that could be up for grabs in this Champions League um, game. The final one being Angel Di Maria or Kylian Mbappe. I think there are people that, because of the way Di Maria has been playing as of late, believe that he should be the starter 
on that right wing and have Kylian Mbappe come off the bench. It's not the worst idea in the world. The issue I have with it, though, is that PSG are going to be effective in this game if they can balance out the field when it comes to their countering. So, with the speed of Neymar on one side of the field and the speed of Mbappe on the other side of the field, it forces Real Madrid's defense to move and swing as opposed to sort of loading up on one side. Because if you know that it's Di Maria on that right side, he's not as big of a threat to beat you off the dribble and to get the ball into the box. You saw in this game against Toulouse today that Mbappe played centrally. And he wasn't great when he was centrally because right now Di Maria isn't great at reading the runs that he needs to make. He doesn't know what runs to make off the shoulder of the defender when he's in the middle like that. So he's not particularly an effective nine. But when he got to the wings, he just blew by people with the speed. And that creates chances. And they need to create as many chances as they can and as many in-the-box chances as they can. Di Maria is not that type of player. Di Maria is going to be the type of player that holds up the ball, that looks for the pass, and that can be really valuable if you are in a game or in a type of game where he can come on and do that type of stuff. But to begin the game, PSG need to absolutely have the most potent, fastest lineup they can have. And they need to be able to move that Madrid defense left and right, left and right. Because as I was about to say before I went on a tangent, if it's just Neymar on that left side and Di Maria on the right, they're going to load up on Neymar and force Di Maria to beat you off the dribble. That's probably not going to happen. And that puts PSG in a tough situation early in the game. So those are really the four positions that you could possibly have a discussion about. The other, um, the other seven are fairly obvious. Uh, Ariola is going to start in goal. I think he looked pretty good today. I honestly did. I think he had some moments where he had to actually play defense, actually make some saves, and he did that pretty well. And I feel like he has the confidence. And going back to the social game for a minute, Kevin Trapp, goodness gracious, Kevin Trapp. It's the 90th minute, you're up by three goals, and you're running out like a crazy person for no reason to try to get the ball. You don't get to the ball, and then you bump the attack player, and you get a red card, and you get sent off. Like, this is his problem. He can be spectacular at times. And I think as just a pure goalie, uh, right now in their development, Trapp's probably a better goalkeeper than Nariola in certain ways, in the in the reactionary saves and the ability to sort of stretch himself out. But Ariola right now is ten times better in the air. He's good with the ball at his feet. He's better at the ball he's better with the ball at his feet than I thought he was gonna be this year. Which is one of the advantages that Kevin Trapp had last year, which was that he was a better ball handler with the ball at his feet. That gap is closed, so that advantage isn't really necessarily there for Trapp. And just Kevin Trapp's stupid decisions. 
I nicknamed him Mr. 6-1 for a reason. And that reason was that too many times he makes too many boneheaded decisions in big moments in big games. He can't have that. Ariola might get beat, but he's not going to... I don't think he's going to do anything particularly stupid. Knock on wood on that. Your center backs are Marquinhos and Thiago Silva. We're not really... There's no debate there. It's going to be those two. It should be those two. Kimpembe is a very good center back, and he had a great game against Barcelona, that one game, the first leg. But you need that experience, especially in a game like this. So it's Silva and Marquinhos as your center backs. Verratti and Mata will be the advanced attack players. Cavani took the day off today. They said it was a hip deal, but I don't. It's probably just him resting up. Cavani will play the nine. And Neymar will start as the left winger. Now, did I say who I thought was going to start between Diara and Lachelso? I did not. I said that there were benefits to both. If I had to make my prediction, I would say it'll probably be Diara who will play for 60 minutes and then Lachelso will come on at the end for the final 30. I think that's what they'll do because I don't think Tiara can go the full game. He didn't look like he could go the full game again. I, I, he, it didn't look like he could go the full game today against Toulouse. He looked tired at about the 60th minute, which also brings up the possibility that Lachelso plays the first 60 and Diara plays the final 30. There's going to be some sort of rotation with that. And you'll, they'll probably make that decision either, if not today, probably tomorrow and into Monday. So that's really the position that I'm not sure about. Every other position, I'm fairly sure of what they're going to do. So, about these four games. PSG got results in all four of them. They won all four of them. They are 13 points up, actually now 12 points up in Liga with Monaco's win against Angers today. They are in the finals of the Coupe de la Ligue where they will take on Monaco on March 31st. And they are in the round of eight of the Coupe de France. They will take on Olympique Marseille at the Parc des Princes a few days after they play Marseille at the Parc des Princes in Liga. So overall, I think Emery did a good job rotating this team. Nobody got seriously hurt. Everyone's kind of where they need to be. And now it's time. Now is the time to focus 100% without any sort of obstacles, any sort of impediments on the biggest game of the year so far. And hopefully not the only biggest game of the year so far. And it will be up to these PSG players. And this is going to be my key. I I gave my prediction. I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw. Which will be the, besides PSG winning, would be the perfect result for them in this situation. But I'm going to give you my key here. And I think it's fairly simple. 
The beginning of this game, the first 10 minutes of this game, are going to be absolutely crucial. PSG are going to have to be mentally focused and ready for the speed of this game. Because Real Madrid, I think, are going to go for the kill early. I think they know the longer this game goes, the longer they have to slog through it, the longer they they can't score, the confidence shifts to PSG. The ability to counter shifts over to PSG. PSG take control of this game the longer Real Madrid don't score. And that seems fairly obvious to say. But it is the crucial thing here. If Real Madrid do what they did today and score in the first minute, all bets are off. This could be 4-5-0 because the mental psyche of PSG is still in question. It's still under consideration. They have to prevent Real Madrid from scoring in the first 10, first 20 minutes, I'd say. If they don't, they're in trouble. If they do, they got a damn good shot. And they got more than a damn good shot. They got the advantage at that point. PSG, mentally, if they show that they can come out in this game and not give it up early, not lose focus early, not make a big mistake early, if they can do that, they steal the mental edge in the first 20 minutes of the game. It just becomes another game that PSG can handle, that their players can deal with, they can keep the game in front of them. Don't let the game get away early, because if they do, as I said, all bets are off. If they can hold them early or even get an early goal, the momentum shifts all the way over to PSG, and they become the favorites in this tie. But we'll know in the first 20 minutes what this is going to be. And PSG better be ready, because I think Real Madrid are going to come out hot in those first 10, 15 minutes. And if they can handle it, if they can absorb that pressure and then start countering back, we we got ourselves a tie, folks, and we got ourselves a potentially historical PSG victory. Make sure to follow PSG Talk on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If this is the week you're finding us, well, congratulations. You have stumbled on the number one news and opinion source for Paris Saint-Germain in English. We are the best, and this is the week to be here. We have previews coming up from Eduardo Razo, who covers the offensive matchups and the defensive matchups. We are going to have a staff column where all of our great staff give you our predictions of the game. And make sure on Wednesday night, immediately, well, probably the late night after the game, will be the recap small talk from me, possibly a guest, I don't know. But make sure to tune into that because that will be the only place that you will hear from me about this game on Wednesday, I will, once 2.30 hits, I am off Twitter for the rest of the day. Because 
I like to keep my health. Whatever health I have, I would like to keep it. And me being on Twitter saying stupid shit that I shouldn't be saying, that's not what I want for me, for, me, for my health. I want to have a reasoned, honest discussion about this game after the game without the hyperbole, without the banter, without the nonsense. So you will not hear me on Twitter until probably the next day when everything sort of calms on down. But you will be able to hear me on that small talk. So make sure you tune in for that. As I leave you, I remind you, this is the week, finally. And you know what you do when it's the week, when the game is close at hand. So, I will play you out with the only music that I know that's appropriate. This has been PSG Talk contributor Mark Damon. Au revoir for now.